For all our female triathletes, we have the best sponsor on board, TryHard. TryHard is a sports specialized personal care brand offering pre and post workout solutions powered by their property formula, Plecothec. The unique formulation effectively prevents, protects and treats your body from the adverse effects of pool, ocean chemicals, sweat and muscle and mind fatigue. I took a break away and yeah, now I'm, I'm more excited and I think I'm having more fun now than I, than I did eight years ago. Hi everyone and welcome to the Female Triathlete Podcast. I'm Lana Ferdinge, your host, and today I'm launching the podcast with our first guest, Gwen Jordanson. It's been five years since Gwen has stepped away from triathlon to pursue a career in professional running, but she's now returning to triathlon to try and make the to the US team for the 2024 Olympics and the mixed relay event. I think we are all patiently watching Gwen's steps towards that goal. With the birth of her second child, she seems to be more motivated than ever in this new triathlon journey. I hope you enjoy listening. I'm so glad to have you here. And you're literally the first one I'm interviewing, which is so much fun I can't believe I've got so many questions and we've got so much so little time really but uh, let's just start to how you you know how you doing how you feeling you'll come back to triathlon which is amazing news yes um, I'm actually feeling pretty good I have my baby in my arms right now if people hear him uh, cooing or talking that's what's the background noise but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. It's, you know, it's a long road ahead of me. And I, sometimes I think I'm just insane. The choices I make, I'm, I'm someone who's very, I think I like things that are the same, but I constantly change my mind about what I'm doing with my life. So, um, I'm super excited to be coming back to travel and I've been really pleasantly surprised with how much I'm really enjoying the process. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. the swims. I'm enjoying getting back on my bike. And, and that's, you know, a big reason why I left triathlon. I, I didn't have that enjoyment and I took a break away and yeah, now I'm, I'm more excited. And I think I'm having more fun now than I, than I did eight years ago. It's so interesting, isn't it? Even though you think that your life stops when you become a mother, I for sure wanted to, you know, growing up, I, um, I wanted to be a stay at home mom. I thought, oh my gosh, I love kids. I love babies. I just want to take care of them. And then once I had them, I thought, well, you know what? I actually want to do something for myself. And I'm actually a better mom when I'm able to do something for myself. And we, with my first child, Stanley, we never got any help. We didn't have a nanny. We didn't have any daycare. We didn't nothing until he was three. We didn't have parents in town. Our parents flew out every once in a while to help, but we didn't use babysitters and it was just like me and Pat and it was hard. Mm. Um, we did it and I loved it, but this time around with two, um, and Patrick wasn't working before and now he's working. It's just, you know, we need some help. And I think for me, I really needed to give my per- myself permission to get help. Mm-hmm. And I'm really wow. glad that I have, um, because I think, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited about this journey and I'm excited about showing it to my kids and showing them what a happy mom looks like and, and what life work balance looks like. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, if you have those days that you don't feel to carry on your training, you just take a break, I think. I think I heard and I think I watched your 
first YouTube um, video talking about your comeback to triathlon, and you just said said exactly that you're not going to do hundred percent, but you are going to do eighty percent. Yes, and I think you know that's even you know, I think that's a good rule for even people who aren't moms, like, yeah. because there's always stuff in life that comes up where you're gonna, you could easily get yourself pushed over the edge. And if you're constantly on that edge and one thing happens, you're mm-hmm. going to get injured or sick. And so I think it's, you know, yeah, it's a lot about consistency. And I think we're hearing that more and more is just mm-hmm. like consistency is the key to, to performing well. Mm-hmm. Do you um, feel that for example if you got your coach saying that to you or is that something that you obviously got over you know over time with experience and just a little bit of both I remember people telling me a, a long time ago when I was doing triathlon like you just got to stay healthy because you just got to be consistent and um you know I think that and then I switched to running and I got some injuries and I wasn't able to be consistent and I noticed how that impacted my training mm. and how my performance and race day and so I think a little bit of people telling it to me as well as having that experience of, of living it definitely and you also collaborated with um fit our woman didn't you for you know yes. like a q q a and to explain how your journey with you know tracking your menstrual cycle and do you want to just talk us a little bit through that experience and that yeah that that's been amazing so um uh georgia uh has been my contact there and i'd have like weekly meetings with her and she we talk about like how my menstrual cycle impacts my training and I remember the first time I met with her I was like oh it doesn't impact me at all like I'm good and I think it's because all our lives we're kind of just taught to just it is what it is like you can't do anything about it it's kind of I think the mentality I had and Mm. she started asking questions like well do you sleep the same when you're you know before your period and are you more hungry or do things, you know, things impacted my glucose. And there was all these things that actually were a difference. And I had just been accepting them as just life and being like, Oh, there's nothing you can do about it. So it's fine. And so she really taught me that it's okay that your period and your hormones change. We can do things about that. We can eat different. We can train different. We can do some meditation around certain times and it really allowed me to sleep better recover better and just learn my body mm. that's interesting now you said meditation as well I've heard I, I can't remember which triathlete mentioned about meditation after it after a hard session on a bike which it was so interesting because you do get that sort of intensity in the bike just in a turbo trainer even you know that sort of like yes. let's go listen to music to sort of get you going and then you're just like okay it's really late in the night you need to go to bed how you're going to calm down and it's so right. interesting yeah, you, yeah it's true yeah meditation can really help and I think it just it allows you like you said to calm down and yeah it brings you back to a place of ease and you know there's a point in your menstrual cycle when you have trouble sleeping because your body temperature is up your heart rate is up those things naturally increase and that along with hard training, it can make it difficult to sleep. So meditating, doing some yoga, those sorts of things can can really help. Definitely. And do you still track as in like, do you use an app, the same app to track your cycle? And do you, yeah, what do you change, you know, throughout the phases that let's say the, of the menstrual cycle? Yeah, I do um, track my cycle. Um, I also have um, an aura ring, which tracks like my temperature increase. So I can tell when I'm ovulating. So I'm only right now, like two months postpartum. So I haven't gotten my period back. Um, And I actually didn't get my period back 
um, with Stan until I stopped breastfeeding. So okay, um, yeah. that may happen again, but yeah, I, I track it. And the things I change are, you know, right before I get my period and, and when I'm on my period, I take um, some tart cherry, uh, a supplement or, or juice, which really helps me calm myself at night and sleep better. Uh, as well, I eat anti-inflammatory foods around that time because you're prone to, that's when you're prone to get injured because you have more inflammation. So I, I do those sorts of things um, around my cycle, which have really helped me. Oh, very interesting. Do you ever had any tests done to your blood or to know if your hormones were high or low at any given phase of your menstrual cycle? Um, I have, but not, I, I did it more for when I was deciding if I wanted to have more children now or later. And so I did some fertility testing and yeah, okay. it, was, it was interesting to see how, how that changes. Um, but I haven't, I haven't done it for sports per se. Mm. Mm. And do you feel, I know there's so many questions about menstrual cycle, but in terms of like symptoms and mood, do you feel like you're like a moody period <laughs> yeah. phase woman, you know, I mean, going through? Yeah. Like I kind of said, I feel like I have a really good period in the sense that my cramps aren't super bad. I can function, you know, there's people that have trouble functioning and that's a real thing mm -hmm. that their hormones impact in their life. And, and for me, I think that's why, you know, at the beginning, when I started testing and working on my menstrual cycle, I was like, I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. But, um, you know, for sure. I mean, I remember one time I got mad at my husband, Patrick, who made me this beautiful meal and I got mad because he cut the tomatoes horizontal instead of like vertically. And I was just like in tears about it, crying. And like, you know, logically the next day I was like, man, sorry, Pat, like that, you know, that obviously right. Like I just, I was overwhelmed and like my emotions and hormones and everything were just kind of haywire. And that's, that's how it is. And, yeah. Um, I think it's good to to know that as well, because then it empowers us as females to know, like, I'm not crazy, like hormones are mm -hmm. actually changing. My brain mm -hmm. is like, there's things going on in there and neurons firing that are different at this time. And, and so that's why we feel that way. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, that's why sometimes things are different. Definitely. And also, do you do any meal prep on the weekend towards the week for the week or anything like that? Any tips for meals that you think that are actually healthy and they could just store easily anything like that well I think um the thing I like to do is um you know if you have carrots and you want to peel them peel them all and get them all ready to like throw in a stir fry um you know make like little packets of you know stuff you could throw in a stir fry or cut things for salad so that you're not having to do all that prep um you know when you're home and you're tired and the, it's getting late sure. if that stuff's already done it's easier to just throw it together oh amazing so now that you're back tell us that it's exciting I think everyone just got literally their eyes glued onto the uh, news when you said I'm back in triathlon and I'm like whoa long distance <laughs> and then I heard your first podcast um you were just saying no I know everyone was just so we're super excited to know that I was going to go long distance but tell us a little bit about this new comeback and are you excited and you know what you focus on and your training yeah, um, I'm super excited. I actually didn't want to do an announcement because I just kind of wanted to like go out, do the work and see where I was at. But I knew that if my name popped up on a start list, uh, the people would find out that way. So yeah, you know, it's going to be different this time. It's going to be hard. I've, I've really um, given myself a challenge. I'm, you know, two years behind on points. 
the women in the U.S. are the best in the world. Uh, so it's going to be really hard. But for me, I'm just going to focus on my training. We have a very clear path of, um, you know, how I can get on the Paris test event start line, which is my big goal for 2023. So yeah, it's, it's also, you know, paying attention right now. I'd love to like go out and do a really big training session and hit it. But, um, being postpartum, we also have to take that into account. So we're taking it slow and definitely I'm mentally ready to do more than I am physically. Interesting. And also you were saying uh, before, I think it was in your, one of your videos that you, because you're breastfeeding, you're more prone to injury. Can you explain a little bit why is that yeah. to do with the hormones? Yeah, it has to do with hormones. It has to do with a multitude of things. Um, when you're breastfeeding, you still have a lot of relaxing in your body, uh, which, which can impact a lot of things. Your hips get off all the time, which then can cause injuries and, and other things like that. And then as well, breastfeeding, it's so like the, the most energy your body uses is your brain, I think burns 20% of your total body body in energy. And when you're breastfeeding, okay. breastfeeding takes up 30%. Um, so it's wow. just insane how many calories it takes. So you really have to be focused on making sure you're getting enough nutrition making sure that, um, you know, and it's hard too, because you come home from a training session and you need to eat, but so does your baby. And so, um, it's just balancing all of that. And, you know, as well, when you're breastfeeding and you have a newborn, you're not getting as much sleep. So recovery is just haywire. So all of those things play a factor into why I think a lot of women get injured postpartum. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I think the female performance and female sports in terms of menstrual cycle injuries and all that is really coming to a big spread in terms of talking about it finally, I think. And the reason I'm asking all these questions to you is because you also been a mum twice and you are coming back from one sport is in like running and then going back to three again. Yes. You, are you heard you saying, or maybe your mum and your sister, because I heard uh, the recent podcast talking about your new book. Yes. And they were saying they used to love swimming. That was your that was go my thing. sport. Yes. I, and then how come it was all suddenly become three? You know, one became three. Yeah. Um, I, man, my son is really talking. Sorry. Um, but my, okay. I, I grew up and I just loved the water. I think I loved the serenity of it, diving in peaceful. I've always been introverted. So I, I feel like, you know, that was like me and just the water and it just seemed very peaceful. And, and so, yeah, I loved that. And I, I definitely got burnt out of swimming. I swam, you know, starting from the age of eight, you know, I was doing doubles in high school, swimming at 5am and then college I swam. So it's just, yeah, I got a little burnt out and, um, triathlon actually found me USA triathlon came to me and said, we think you'd be a good, good triathlete. And I thought they were crazy at the time. I didn't even know what ITU world triathlon was. And I tried it and, um, you know, it was just, it, yeah, it seemed to click really quickly. Hmm. Do you, do you enjoy the bicycle and the training around bicycles? Cause I think a lot of people have different preferences in terms of like, which, discipline they prefer oh for sure is that something is that something you you enjoy or you have to do (laughs) no I really enjoy cycling it's um but I'm gonna be honest like I it scares me it's scary to go fast it's scary when it's raining it's scary when there's a sharp turn it's scary that dogs or something could run out in the middle of the road when you're going you know 70 80k an hour and 
those are the sorts of things that I, I just have to accept and overcome and that I work on, but I, I love cycling and I think I, I really love it as well. I met my husband on a bike ride and he used to be a professional cyclist. So it's something we can do together. And that's something for me, especially, um, with our kids now, we don't get much time solo. So if I can grab them for a quick ride, it's something that it just, it just makes it really more enjoyable for me. That's really good. And, um, when you are lowing, lacking in motivation, what do you sort of, you know, think of, or is there someone that gives you that support or something that you've got is a thought or sentence that you can remember that can bring you back to it, a music song they can just put on and, you know, bring you that motivation back. Is there anything specific? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think this is a common saying, but action follows motivation or motivation follows action. I'm saying it wrong. Motivation follows action. So, you know, just getting out the door and getting started. I know that I will enjoy it as I continue to, to do it. I, I as well, just, you know, I think, you know, remembering your goals, remembering why you're doing what you're doing. Those are the sorts of things that, that really keep me motivated every day, especially as a professional athlete, it could be cold. It could be wet. You could be really tired from the training you've been doing. And, and it's hard to have that motivation. And I think any athlete would be lying if they say they have motivation every day. We just don't. And it's like anything, even if you love your job, there's going to be times you don't. And so for me, it's always motivational follow action. Just get out the door and, and start. So you don't think too much. You just just do it. <laughs> make sure that your body keeps moving towards that training session that's right <laughs> that's interesting because I think you know a lot, every, everyone's got their own routine in terms of like keep them going to do the actual training session and it just changes every day I suppose it's very different for everyone so have you have do you have any idea of the races you're going to be doing next year um Yes and no. Um, I, I want to do like an early season county cup. There's one in Sarasota, which is in the U S um, I'll, I'll, I'll likely do, um, an early season world cup. Uh, yeah, we're just, we're kind of waiting for the entire race season to be finalized. And then we're going to kind of look at it. Um, and the reality is I'm, I'm going to have to race before I would prefer. Um, but I think, you know, at some point I just gotta get my feet wet and, and start up. That's amazing. And I think you'll be amazing. I, I still remember, I still remember every single ITU I used to watch um, <laughs> when you were doing it. And I just thought, okay, it's going to be again. It's going to happen again. <laughs> and we were just like glued to the, to the, to the screen or whatever. I was watching my iPad. I can't remember at the time. I think it'll, be, it's a so lot, much fun. it'll be a lot more exciting this time around. And, you know, um, you know, I think I also have to remember in this comeback, what I was like in my early days of triathlon, there were races that were horrible. And, you know, I think my last one or two years in triathlon were, um, you know, a lot of it was luck. I never was super sick. I never got a mechanical. There's a lot of things that, that I had going for me and, um, I can't expect that to happen this time around. And so I think it, it'll be good to, to be patient and, um, and yeah, just see what happens. And I think also like becoming a mum and after all this time gives you more space to be flexible as well and adapt and not stress about it or whatever happens. And I think 
I'm saying this because before I became a mem, I just I would just stress about everything and just think about too much about the same thing. And now it's a bit more like the perspective is a little bit. I've opened a little bit my perspective in terms of everything. So it's I think it might help you big in a big way. A hundred percent. So you are literally back full gas in the pool and the turbo trainer, or you just no. Not full gas. I'm I'm trying, you know, I'm I'm trying to get back into it, but it's just especially right now, we're, we're not getting enough sleep. It's just it's focusing more on being getting back into fitness slowly and making sure my pelvic floor is how would you describe in one word a female triathlete? One word. I would have to say bold. Completely agree with you. <laughs> and why would you say that? you know, from the get-go? I think to do triathlon, there's there's three disciplines. And, and the swim can be overwhelming a lot of times, especially if you're new and haven't done open water, open water swimming. And, and you have to just kind of dive in and you have to be bold and you have to believe in yourself that you can do it and, and have faith as well. And so I think, you know, doing your, whether you're doing your first triathlon or whether you're an Olympic champion trying to compete against the best in the world, you have to be bold and you have to, believe that you can do it and and put the training in amazing and for someone new starting triathlon you know a female what would you what advice would you give them if you could give any I would say to either do an open water swim or watch a race because that open water swim can be really scary if you've never done it people can touch you you can maybe see creatures, um, and people can swim on top of you. And so I would say just, just research that a little bit before your first race and as well, practice things like transitions, which I think a lot of times are forgotten about because those little things can be overwhelming in a race. And if you cannot stress about them and just kind of go through them with ease, you'll be able to get the best out of yourself. Amazing. And any tips that you could give a female in terms of, you know, the fact that we have, our physiology, you know, any bras you suggest or anything <laughs> like that, you know, any little tips for the bike to be more comfortable? Yeah, my bra choice is definitely changing these days with breastfeeding. But, um, you know, I think a, a big piece of advice I'd like to give females is, you know, we talked about earlier how your menstrual cycle impacts how you feel. And I think it's important to know that you can perform well on any day of your menstrual cycle training. You can sometimes have to alter, um, because you, if you go hard every single day, um, while you're in a certain point of your menstrual cycle that that could impact you negatively. But I think it's really important for females to know that you can be on, you know, the day before your period, you can be on your period and race really, really well. Um, you know, I've raced on every day of my cycle and uh, had had great performances. So I think it's good to know that and to have confidence going in no matter where you are in your menstrual cycle. That's amazing. And one last question, because I know you are busy. Uh, anything that you would like to see happening in the female world triathlon next? Yeah, I think you know, I think it's important to just pause and, um, celebrate what 
world triathlon has done from the beginning. There's always been equal coverage, equal pay, equal distance. And, and that's not the same for, you know, soccer and basketball and, and all these other sports. So I think it's really important to, to acknowledge that and, and to realize how fortunate we are in triathlon to, to have that. And, you know, if I had to say there's something we could help with female athletes, I think, you know, they, they just came out with policies to, um, for moms to come back to triathlon where their points are paused. So they still have points when they come back. And there's things like that, that I hope we can continue to evolve to, to make it easier for females to have kids and to come back into the sport, you know, simple things like, um, is there a place to breastfeed before the race start? Like, you know, there's things like that, that I think as well, we could continue to make it so that it's easier for, for moms to, to come back and, and to be an athlete. That's amazing. And one last question, obviously, as I always said one last question, but then I, I just think maybe <laughs> I'll just ask one more. Um, just a fun one, really. What's your song that, you know, you're listening more often at the moment? If you have any song that can sort of, when, when you, you use know, it for training. Yeah, right now I haven't been, you know, I haven't been needing music for training right now because it's so, it's new to me and it's exciting and I can't really go for four hours because um, my son needs to be fed. But, and I feel like all I'm listening to is uh, when I am listening to music, my, my five-year-old's choice of music. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really like, uh, you know, like strong female singers. So like, um, Taylor Swift is, is a good one, I guess, a good example of, of what I like to listen to. Oh, cool. Amazing. Well, I'll leave you to it. And I just thank you so much. I'm hoping that I can catch up with you again in a few months time to see how you are, how your training is going, how you're feeling and maybe know which races you are, you picked. And yeah, I hope, you know, you have a nice evening or a nice, day because I think we are in different times we are yes yes (laughs) how's the weather over there the weather's good it's gonna get cold tomorrow though so I'm gonna get out on a nice bike ride today and enjoy it while while it's here yeah exactly nice well and I speak to you soon then thank you so much for joining 